I'm going to tell you about the ordeal I had yesterday morning. Okay. Um, so well, yesterday like this morning. Is fresh. This is fresh. Yeah. Um, yesterday morning, about half six a.m. Obviously, um, okay. I went downstairs to go and make my my lunch for the day, um, mm. and I opened the curtains as you do. And do you want to take a wild guess what I saw when I opened the curtains? So. Your curtains, kitchen, look out to the front road. I reckon... Oh, no, this is, the, this is the back curtains into the garden. Oh, the back curtains. Um, yep. I reckon there was a dead animal in your garden. Ooh, very close. Even worse, there was a bird that was twitching but still alive. Ooh, yeah. okay. So basically what we deduced is that it's definitely... Um, just flown into the window and stunned itself. So it was like on its back, eyes going mental, and then its feet just switching about. And I was like, for fuck's sake. Um, ironically, this was Evie's lie-in day because she had a jab like a few hours later, so she wasn't going into work first. She, so she got a chance to lie-in for that. But obviously I'm useless, so I called her down. I was like, I don't know what to do. Um, what do you mean? Well, what do you do with a bird that's not dead, but like... Oh, just step on its head, arrow. Well, this is the thing, right? So initially, you think that straight away, don't you? Think just kill it, just put it out of misery, just kill it. But like, I don't know. I think that that was a bit drastic. Just do that straight away. Um, Mm. So we ended. I googled it basically, and the internet just says um, put it in a cardboard box. But we don't have any of those, so we put it in a um, a paper bag with a towel, um, and just sort of left it. And like only like twenty minutes later, Eve was like, "Can birds roll over?" And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> and she was, mean? she was like, can birds roll over? What if it's stuck on its back? And I was like, <laughs> it's, an, it's an interesting question. Um, <laughs> That's a stupid fucking question. <laughs> carry on. Um, so she started like nudging it on the side and it genuinely did start rolling over and it sort of like brought it back to life in a way. It started kicking its legs out and like trying to get up. So we're like, okay, shit. And eventually it got itself out of the bag. Oh, I have to point out as well at this point. So we originally just had it in the bag on the floor. But we have a lot mm-hmm. of cats around here. And I was like, it's just going to get mauled by a cat if it's on the floor. So we put it on, we put the bag on the, like, the picnic table um, thing and faced it towards the house so that maybe like a cat just wouldn't get it. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. You think a cat can't get on a table? What? Well, we've got quite a wobbly table. So I might. <laughs> In my oh, it's head. not going to stop it, Harry. They're like apex predators in the fucking UK. No, but in my head, the in my head, the cat, like because it's really wobbly, jumps on one of the table and it just sort of like collapses on itself. Which, Harry, uh, wait, no, in all no, seriousness, it's not it's not good for the bird either. But <laughs> shut up. Now, only in fucking Tom and Jerry does that scenario play out. So yeah, I we put him on the table. Evie's trying to roll him over and. It is, um, it's like coming back to life. And I was like, okay, then maybe it's fine. Mm. <laughs> so it like really like disheveledly comes out of the bag and it's like, it's leaning to one side. So we like, we're just assuming it's wings damaged and it's trying to walk and it's trying to fly away, but it can't. It's, it's like one side heavy. And basically it's, it looks like it's pissed. It's just stumbling, <laughs> stumbling around the table and <laughs> it fucking falls off the table. <laughs> Because you're a wobbly table. <laughs> the one thing I did to try and help it is, like, it's injured it even more. So it's like, it looks like it's fucking 12 stellars deep. It fucking face plants off the table <laughs> and goes back into, like, spasm mode on the floor. 
um, so I was like, for fuck's sake. So, uh, but I had to get ready for work. So I had to carry on making my pasta and get ready and brush my teeth and everything. So he was uh, looking after it. And by the time I left, like an hour or an hour and a half later, it was the situation was bird lying on its side on a towel. Evie had put a little pot of water out next to it, and it was it was breathing, and it sort of looked like it wasn't like out cold. Um, so then I go to work. Evie goes to, for a jab, and then goes to work. I get home at like five, um, and it's just in the it's at the other end of the garden, just sat down, like. <laughs> alive blinking looking around but it clearly just can't fly um so then evie got back i didn't do anything with it obviously she probably went fever or something um evie gets home from work like half an hour later and it's, st- it's still there and she's like for fuck's sake so we she rang up some vets and everything and obviously they're all like they care about animals and that's their job at the same time like they don't really give a shit about birds not flying um, rodents like pigeons, no. No, no, especially when it's like it's not exotic. Like if an eagle somehow flew into my window, then maybe they'd give a toss. But um, it, I don't know what sort of bird it was. It was a shit little one. Um, so they were like, no, not really. Sorry, love. Um, Ooh, success, love that. <laughs> but the problem is, I said there's like there's there's four states the bird could be in when I got home. One, it's completely dead, and that's fine. I just bin it. We move on with our lives. Two. It's still in the twitchy, un- like semi-conscious state. Again, fine. I'll just kill it. I'll staff on its neck, staff on it, stomp on its neck, or snap mm. its neck. Put it in the bin, no problem. Skipping scenario three and going to scenario four. Scenario four, it's just gone. Whether it's learned to fly again or a cat's ripped it to fucking bits, it's gone again. Problem solved. But no, it was scenario three, which is the one I didn't want it to be, where it was fully conscious, it was absolutely <laughs> fine, it just couldn't fly. I'm not going to walk out there with a bird that's te- completely fine, really, and just break his neck. Because at that point, it's like <laughs> semi-murder, isn't it? Um, oh, it was 100% murder. Yeah, so... <laughs> 100% murder. Well, I say that, I don't know what we did, if it's worse or not. Basically, we were fed up, and Evie was like, I'm not having this. So she went out there, opened the back door, so basically, in our garden... You see it in the back gate, like it opens onto like the shared drive we have with the other two houses. Did she um, just run it over? No, she went out there with like a fly, like a swift flash or something, and basically like, shooed it out the back onto the driveway and just closed the door behind it. It's gone now, no problem. Well, yeah. And then later on, like, no, no, later on, like five minutes later, I was like looking through the little crack in the gate so I could sort of see, like, you sort of see a little slither of the garden and basically where the bird was. And as it left out, it just like face planted. So we just assumed it was still just lying there. Um, I saw a cat just sort of slowly walking up to it and then just stop. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. So we basically, this poor little bird flew into our window. We've tried to look after it. We've pushed it off a table. And then we've basically just pushed it out for a cat to annihilate. Um, I went out there and thought I could hear the cat like crunching it to fuck. But it turns out I was upstairs and then I saw... Um, this like chav ride by on a bike and he just sort of stopped and looked down and then just picked the bird up and it was still alive and it looked fine um, so I don't know what happened to it in the end some chav just picked it up and took it up the street so whether he went somewhere just to fucking break his neck I don't know but um, it was a headache for a solid day um, that's annoying that's annoying he might have stuffed drugs up its ass and used it as some sort of pack mule. <laughs> yeah, he's part of the local cartel. Now I've got a new top-end smuggler. Maybe, but... I so was maybe it's saying... found a better life. 
It's got gold teeth now. It's got it's got grill. So no wonder it can't fly. It's being fucking weighed down by gold. <laughs> no, it couldn't fly because it's basically fucking become paralysed on its feet. Like, I want to see if, if we ever had fans. I'd want fan art of this ghetto blinged out bird now. It's just cocaine up its fucking arsehole. Yeah. Well, it's like Put, no um, spazzy wings. <laughs> Messenger pigeons. Maybe that's the thing of the future for like <laughs> for drug dealers. It's just like <laughs> crack crows. <laughs> crack crows. <laughs> Reverting to World War One strategies of getting messages. <laughs> um, oh, good. Well, that was I, a good story. I like that. That was funny. That was. I said to Evie, I was like, "That's again another thing of being an adult that I just didn't expect to like have to worry about a bird flying into my window, and then having to just like try and look after it." Uh, if I'm honest, I would have tried to look after it. The, the second it, yeah, I come back from work, it's not there. I probably do the same thing. I just let out, let nature do its thing. But, I mean, but there aren't there aren't chavs in nature naturally though, so I feel like man has in you know intervened there. Butterfly effect. That pigeon could be the next Hitler. We don't know. Pigeon true. Hitler. I don't. Sorry, it is 2021. You're just assuming it's a pigeon. It was not a pigeon. What was it then? It was like a little brown one. I say little. Like it was. It wasn't like it was like bigger than a robin. Like it was, it had a bit of like girth to it, but like it wasn't a pigeon or anything. I think I'm trying to make it a pigeon because that's the only way I could justify just just killing it. Because there's so many of them, who gives a fuck? But if it's like a little songbird, you are sort of evil. You should but, have looked after it. I don't. How do you look after a bird? What do you do? I don't know. You just adopt it. You just adopt it. Or you get bird seed and you give it water and you just ride that's, it out. You now see, have a pet bird. That's the problem. That's the problem I had. It was like, um, water's fine. That comes out of the tap, you know. We're not in Spain. The bird can drink it. It'll be fine. Um, <laughs> so they have running water in Spain. You can't not drink fucking tap water. Yemen or Somalia. What do you mean you can't drink the tap water? In Spain, no. This is genuinely honest, mate. In Spain, you can't drink the tap water. So they sell massive jugs of water for really cheap in Spain because you can't drink the tap water. I'm not Why? being deadly serious. I don't know. Why can't you? I don't know. Oh, Harry, they're a third world country then. This is ridiculous. <laughs> How are they allowed to play in the Euros? That's ridiculous. They're just a I, bunch of farmers. That's fucking stupid. No you, way. You can't drink the tap water in Spain, I promise you. A bunch of nonsense. Um, but no, yeah. But like the problem I had was like, cool, I'll try and look after it. We gave it a towel to keep it warm. Evie even like put um, this little like hand warmer in some boiling water because the internet was like, if you find a bird, you should try and keep it warm. So we did that, we did everything, but I wasn't going to spend money on fucking bird food. Harry, bird feed is like 73p. I buy it regularly for the birds in our yard. Mate, add 2p on to that and I can buy pasta, so... No, oh, mate. You, I think the kind of thing would have been to have done is just kill it instantly. That, yeah, that's what I mean. That's what annoyed me most was the state it was in when I got home. It was like a completely normal bird that just couldn't fly. I feel like you. there's two scenarios for me there. You either, you have a bird and you come to this podcast and go, say hello, Chirpy, and he tweet tweets away, and yeah. you've got a, like a son or daughter, or you say, this is a story about how I killed a bird today. And I feel like either way, I respect you, but just leaving it to fate, I don't know, that's sort of like, that's quite, I don't know. Well, that's you very know, French of you, Harry. Yes, oh, be indecisive, let someone else fix it for me. I won't lie. Oh, I run away as soon as it is hard. I won't lie. I was sort of hoping it. I came back and like a cat decapitated it. So, not French, um, Harry. How does that make you feel? Um, you know what? It's better than being like. Oh, no, I was gonna say it's really bad. Then let's be honest. That cat is the German, you know, obviously. Yeah, but I, I didn't run away from it. I just sort of. You ran away from your problems. No, I pushed my problems onto the road. 
Well, you've got your problems off the road. <laughs> you, you've got your girlfriend to push your problem away. Love that. That's really I don't, good. I don't deal well. I don't know about you. I, I never have done. I don't deal with anything. Like, I can't. I struggle with dealing with things that are smaller than a cow or a dog. I don't like scatty things at all. And a bird, for me, falls bang on in the scatty category. Like, when Evie's trying to push it, the wings are going mental. It's fucking flopping about. I don't do that. Insects what? and that. I can't deal with it. Okay, okay, new scenario. Okay, so you couldn't deal with a songbird. What happens if there was like, I don't know, say if we're in a different place that actually has dangerous animals, what happens if it's just like a cougar or a mountain lion with a broken leg in your background? Would you be any better? I wouldn't go out, would I, obviously? Well, there you go, you, you're, you're fucking sentence retarded. Anything smaller than a cat, or bigger than a cat, basically. So anything, well, anything is a problem for you. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. Fuck me. <laughs> And this is why the Nazis should have won. You know what I mean? Because I feel like they that would have been like like core curriculum was like, you know, age four, snap a bird's neck. Age five, kill rabbits. You know, I feel like we're killing stuff a lot more under their regime. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe if we'd we, be sensitized may, to it. Maybe if the Nazis won World War Two, I would have killed the bird, alright? <laughs> Well, yeah, well, that was my yesterday, and then I also was scared today that I blocked the toilet, but I hadn't. <laughs> you big shits. <laughs> Man, it was a massive one today, and I was I was petrified. I mean, like, it's going to be another funny story, but, like, it didn't happen, so... Was, was it going to be ready. another get, you, get your hand in with a plastic bag moment, do you think? In the last year, I've had to take my own shit out of the toilet twice. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. I just thought it was the one time you told me about the other day. No, so there was the other day where I had to take it out with a bin bag... And then leave it oh, in the sink. I need that to is a graphic image I've got on my head still. We need again. That needs to go on the Instagram. That picture I'm... of your <laughs> shitty covered bag. And... I'm not posting a picture of my yes, shit in are. a bin bag on the. Of course you are. No. We're gonna have a vote, and all the viewers can vote yes or no. And because it's James, that means the shitty picture's going on the Instagram. I'll make a promise. I'll make a promise right now in this go episode on. that if we get to. All right, so on Spotify, you can you can follow a podcast. So I'm sure I can yeah. see how many followers we've got at any given time. I'll say if we ever get to a thousand followers, I will post the picture of my own fucking human feces in a bin bag. I mean, I don't know why anyone would want to see that apart from you, it's and you've funny, already seen it. It is funny, but to us. Oh, it's funny. Um, I must have told you about the time I first went to Evie's house. Yeah, I think you did. I can see there's a different story. It might have been the first time you had sex with her, or the first time you just went to her house and you fucked up majorly. The first time, I, yeah, the first time I ever went to Evie's house, um, I'll, I'll replay the day. So we were out, we were at like a, a shopping centre place and we were in, uh, not B&Q, but somewhere like B&Q, I can't remember what it's called. And other we were just, stores are available. Other, yeah, the hardware and DIY stores are available. And we were looking at like, I don't know, just like kitchen models and stuff. Mm-hmm. And at this point she'd been to like our house at the time um, quite a few times and I'm someone that shits a lot. And when I do go for a shit, like, it lasts a long time. Like, I make a song and dance about it. You really um, do. You are an IBF boy. Yeah. Um, but I was adamant that 
this attractive female coming around to my house for at least the first like couple of months, I'm not going for a shit. Even if I'm going to shit myself, I'm going to shit myself and so go for that a would shit. Be, that would be better, shitting yourself. Exactly. If she's like, what's that smell? I can just blame piping or something. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not just disappearing for 40 minutes and coming back like nothing weird's happened. But that's the problem. Nothing weird has happened. I'm just weird. <laughs> you just see that you've gone for a tricky wank. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, but yeah, so at this point we've been... I don't know if we were together at this point, but like we were out and about and we were going to her house afterwards and her mum wasn't there, so it was completely like an empty house. And I was like, right, I think I'm deep enough now that I can say to her, I need a shit. We need to go home, I need a shit. So so I said to her, I'm really sorry, I need to go to the toilet. It's not a wee-wee this time. Like, Can we go home? <laughs> like a fucking three-year-old. <laughs> yeah. So we go back to her house and um, I go for the toilet and it's fine. She's just waiting downstairs, whatever. Um, and I go to flush the toilet and it's just, it's literally, it, this scenario that plays out when you're at a girl's house for the first time ever and you're going for a shit, it's, this is literally as bad as it can go, essentially. Mm. Um, I flushed it and just the water came up to almost my thighs and I was like, oh, fuck sake and obviously you can imagine it like i'm sorry for people anyone listening you can imagine it like obviously when you've had a shit and you flush you know when you block a toilet and like some of the shit like it the water sort of takes shit form and it it looks like the shit and it has the shit in it and i was like fuck sake and i was like i'm not gonna tell her am i i'm obviously not gonna tell her so i'm panicking um just like that just like the bold nonce i'm panicking (laughs) Um, <laughs> oh, God. Um, oh, I'm not so, going to lose my virginity oh, <laughs> um, so I'm sat there I'm like okay I'm going to give it a second and see if it goes and it's just it's not she hasn't got a toilet plunger she has got a toilet cleaner though so I'm pushing the brush the toilet brush in there just trying to knock it about <laughs> loosen anything up that might make the water you know allow it like to pass through yeah um and it's just not working. And I hate to tell you this, but I, I genuinely, again, I'm 21 at this point. You just I, start crying. <laughs> no. Mum! Uh, well, there you go. I genuinely, I checked the mum and was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> no, you didn't. You did not text our mother asking her to deal with this situation. I texted our mother and said, this is what's happened. I've blocked the toilet with my massive shit. Do you know of any way to unblock the toilet? And genuinely... <laughs> I, I, on those scenarios I feel um, like if you ask mum to help with like life scenarios she'd be useful she was completely the opposite all she went was oh have, have they got a toilet plunger I went no and then she sent me that stupid fucking emoji of like the shrugging the shoulders like well, I don't know oh, then. Mum, mum's li- left you dead and buried there mate. she has she basically mum's, went no, no, it's come full circle that fucking bird you're now that bird Basically, mum shut her eyes and just pretended I wasn't there and it wasn't happening. Pushed her out into the street and thought, well, hopefully there's no traffic. You know what I, I mean? She just yeah. left you to it. Um, so I was like, well, this is it now, isn't it? The water's midway up the toilet. There isn't any way of getting rid of it. Um, wow, this was like, sh- this is, in your head was like, this is the shortest relationship of my life. Essentially, yeah. Like, this is... This, is... <laughs> <laughs> this shit has taken more time than my relationship. <laughs> This is a train falling off the tracks before they even start the fucker. Um, so I was like, oh, I've got to tell her, haven't I? I've got to tell her. So I ring her, I think I rang her and was like, you're not coming in. That's the first thing that came out of my mouth was like, you're not coming in. 
but have you got anything that can unblock a toilet? Just, you know, just, you know, hypothetically, if I've taken a massive shit and blocked your <laughs> toilet. And what annoyed me as well was before I went for the shit, I was like, how strong do you reckon the flush is? Like, because, you know, everyone's got you that are, tactic. You, are, you, you asked her that or you thought that? I know I asked her that and she went, oh, it's pretty strong. Like That's mental did. that you felt that you were confident enough to say that to her, but not like let her intervene. Because you've already preluded that this could be the eventuality of the situation. I might fuck up here big time sometime. <laughs> well, weirdly, in my head was like, the last thing I want to do is block the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So just for I'll just caveat this shit with, um, I might block it, just in case. How powerful is this old flush? <laughs> she, she gave you that fucking green light, so... That's yeah. the, that, see, that's, but the problem is, it's like... In a lot of scenarios in life where someone says one thing, but you're like, what does that mean, though? It's like, I need to know specific. <laughs> and she goes, like, yeah, it's got a strong flush, but that strong flush to her is a strong is different to my sort of strong flush. A strong flush yeah. to me could, like, flush a prosthetic leg size so shit yeah. down the toilet. Niagara Falls sort of power. <laughs> yeah. That's a strong flush. That's, that's what I'm, like, that's what I'm after. Um, anyway, so I tell her, I, I ring her and I'm like, you can't come in, I've brought the toilet, have you got anything? And it just... It it ends up being she the only thing she's got is this like long spaghetti strainer where mm. it's got a really long thin handle and at the end it's like a little like bowl sort of thing with a hole in it so you can drain spaghetti or some shit. But obviously I'm after the other end, I'm after the handle end. It's like mm-hmm. sort of like sort of like a dildo end, if you will. Yeah. I'm, I'm um, visualizing, I'm visualizing. But it's quite thin. So I was like, that's gonna have to work. So I met this girl that I really like. I'm at her house for the first time, first time I'm having a shit in her presence, quote-unquote presence. Um, c- come in, shower, and watch me do it, love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, my boy, yeah. I've got... What have I got around my hand? Again, I think I've got another bin bag around my hand. I've got her spaghetti oh, strainer. And sake. I'm, like, forearm deep in the toilet with a spaghetti <laughs> strainer, messing the shit up, poking <laughs> it about, stabbing it. <laughs> Mate, you're so lucky she didn't dump your ass on the spot. The funniest thing is, generally, I think... Again, we've been together now over a year. I think that's the most I've ever like I've heard her laugh. Like she almost died of laughter on the stairs. <laughs> um, and eventually, just to you know, just the the nice end to the story. Or you can imagine my relief at least. Anyway, um, after a while of just fucking beating the shitter with a spaghetti strainer, <laughs> um, the water just went and just washed down the toilet and went away. Um, mm. And that was that. Mate, that needs to get animated. That's funny. Yeah, again, one day, like, if we keep doing this consistently and we get a bit of budget behind it or whatever, I want a lot of this stuff to be animated, and that probably is number one. That's Scary Mary. I was going to say, I think from each episode, there'd be one segment you'd pick out as, like, right, this is animation worthy. I I was listening to to it the other day, walking walking in the old fields, going to the park, other supermarkets are available. And, um, yeah, I was just visualising the scary Mary bit when you turn around and she just fucking showed you all the, the nudies and you're just like, oh my God, running. I think that looked really fucking funny. We've said this before, but like animations make things so much funnier. They really do. Well, we'll get that one day. I mean, I don't know anyone that can do that sort of stuff, but, you know, maybe a fan one day of yeah. One Eighth Italian will like to do oh, that yeah, for yeah. us. Yeah, it's a hypothetical for you. I love hypothetical. Do you think... Um, if they showed like the news footage of nine eleven as an animation, that would have been funny. <laughs> or like you know when the Americans don't deliver the um, occupation camps like from the Holocaust and stuff. <laughs> Do you think if they came out of like pixelated like stick men 
Yeah, that would have yeah. been funny. I think that would have been very like heartbreakingly tragic because they were the same sort of size, skinny wise, the stick man. What so, I'm, no, what I'm picturing is you know, um, you know the Carl Pilkerton, Rick and Gervais, Steve Merchant animations. Have you seen yeah. those? You know what Carl yeah. looks like with his bold, bold head and his like big upper lip. I'm yeah. picturing like Carl in like a US infantry and he's at the gates of like all these concentration camps and he just opens it and there's a bunch of like <laughs> starving, starving people and he just goes, you know what? <laughs> Bloody hell, this isn't this isn't good, is it? These guys going around. Have you got any MREs left, lads? I've, I've, got, I've got an apple, but I don't know if I can feed them all. Oh, I remember um, a very cartoon style with all stacked up in bodies, but like it's just really crude animation. So they've just got X's over their eyes, and it's really <laughs> it's not flattering. Um, I don't know. Oh, that's I don't, awful. I, that is awful. Um, Funny though. Because the other day I thought about like you know Rwanda pretty grim, yeah. But like not the country. Well, it probably is probably <laughs> okay. Um, if Arsenal and you know endorse it, it's probably not good. Um, that's probably where they get most of their defenders. You know, Rwanda, we uh, we terrible. Um, anyway, yeah, the genocide. Let's get back to that quickly. Um, so obviously they were very good at throwing machetes to cut ankles. That, that yep. was like one of the key things they practiced. I thought the other day wouldn't they make really good boomerang like throwers. And then I thought, no one's that throw them. They've got to go practice at getting the old um, spinning action. Because obviously you can't throw it like a, a javelin, can you? Yeah. So no good in the Olympics. But if there was ever like professional boomeranging or like ultimate frisbee, I feel like the Rwandan first team wins gold every year. What In the genocide, sorry, I was, I was thinking about this weirdly the week. I was like, in the shower. You think, about, you think about genocide in the shower. That's not how most people wank, Harry, but that's fine. <laughs> Um, it was the who was it the genocide something in the Tootsies was it Tootsies and the Hoothies no not Hoothies Hutus Hutus that was it I couldn't remember them um, I was always a Tootsies fan I think they're the ones that got really fucked up weren't they oh yeah they were were they yeah did they, they not fuck the... each other up or was it sort of one sided well, no no the Hutus beat the fuck out of them because the Belgians basically left there and went oi the two, two what are they called again say it again Hutus and the Tootsies the Tootsies were, um, they thought they were more like intelligent and better, so they left them in charge. But there's right. way more fucking Hutus, so they just, yeah, they fucking cut them to pieces when they left. Also, um, Tootsies is a word for your toes. Oh, that's a cute way of ending that horrible story. <laughs> um, Did you see the thing about the, I mean, this is, this isn't, um, I used to say 2021 dangerous territory especially oh, when I know exactly to you. what you're going to say can I, can, I just, can I just say what I think you're about to say and you yeah, just go tell on. me if I'm bang on the money yeah. are you going to tell me about the transgender powerlifter I am that was what I was going to ask I was going to ask your viewpoint on that right here's my viewpoint on this Harry go on so you know how in video games you can play the main plot if you want to so like an RPG think Skyrim everyone yeah so in Skyrim you can you know do the main quest line and it should level up with your like progress and experience, so now imagine you've played, you've gone round to like when you were, you know, when you were younger and your older brother plays games and stuff. Harry, this can you know resonate with you? Yeah. Say like, you wanted to play one of my old saves, and I tell you, well, I've um, I've I've completed it. You know, what I mean, I've done a hundred percent. I've just not done the main storyline, but you've now got this amped up fucking character that's just boss, like level sixty, doing all the side quests, and you're now starting the main storyline. Yeah. It'd be like that, but worse. Because you'd be going through it, and you're a man, and everyone else is a woman. So 
Yeah, I feel like it'd be very one-sided. You get to the final boss, which is just some like slightly strong woman, and but you're a really strong man, so I feel like it's all for. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um, you may be level sixty, but even if you weren't, you'd probably be fine. But now imagine, yeah, you've also been taking essentially steroids and and like hormone like repressants, which obviously isn't going to be good for you. And you're also a really strong man. I don't know. I, I just feel like that's not allowed. That should not be allowed. I don't know if I'm making it up, but was there a thing in MMA once where they let a transgender 100%. bloke he, in fight women? He slash she nearly fucking killed her. Yeah, was there only one fight fractured then? A, fractured a skull, I think, if I remember correctly. I think mm. she was the only... And uh, this is one of the things, I, I sort of weirdly knew you were going to bring this up because I even thought about the statement. I don't think it should be left to not just women, but athletes to make those decisions because I thought even about fighting that one scenario is like... Any athlete worth their salt, especially a fighter, never turns down a fight. So yeah. women that want to fight, rightly so, would, wouldn't turn it down because they want to prove a point, but we're just putting them in harm's way. It's sort of like, you know how like a praying mantis will fight anything? It's like putting a praying mantis in front of like a really fucking big tiger. It will fight it, yeah, but it won't but win. Like, it's no point. It won't win. <laughs> Not a chance in hell does it win. It, it looks brave though, but it's dead. Do you reckon... Would you... Would you rather fight one um, lion-sized praying mantis or a hundred praying mantis-sized lions? Hundred praying. Hang on. Yes, hundred praying mantis-sized lions. Yeah. Do you because a praying, a praying mantis at the size of a tiger could rip you to shreds. Oh yeah, it's actually not a nice thought, is it? That fucking being that big. Mate, there's a, it's called praying mantis for a reason, like you know, kung fu and shit. Because that, like, they've studied it and they've actually got a, like a good flow to it. It's actually like a, it's a natural. <laughs> Sorry, um, when you said that, when you said they've studied it, I now know you meant like scientists or whatever have studied praying mantises. I thought you meant praying mantises have been watching like Karate Kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, can you imagine? That would make a good animation as well. It's just got a little uh, headband on, just like breaking boards so with like um, Eye of the Tiger. That'd be yeah, amazing. I mean, I was thinking, I was like, what do you mean? Where have they been watching that? <laughs> Um, so yeah I feel like it's not okay not because of any sort of like views I have on whether you're a man or a woman don't get me wrong I just don't think it's fair on like the women that are just natural women I just feel like like, they're always at a disadvantage so what's the point I feel like it's and no one can have a go at me for saying this because I feel like this is a genuine fair comparison right I feel like if it's like Ronaldo tomorrow went I'm a woman and then joined like Arsenal women's team wouldn't he just, like, he would score a hat-trick, like, every half? I don't know, he'd score a hat-trick every ten minutes. Harry, he'd have to get subbed off because he was, like, dying from exhaustion because he'd be scoring that many Because he's celebrating too much. <laughs> he's doing his little <laughs> He's done his knees in, lad. He's 36. <laughs> he'd do his vocal cords from having to go, zoo every 50 seconds. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, yeah, exactly. If you look at it in that context, um, it's just unacceptable. Because it didn't, like, the... English lady team take on like a under 16 year old men's team and just got pumped uh, something like yeah something like that they lost like quite badly like, we're not railing badly. women by the way like this is <laughs> fucking wish I was um, <laughs> no we're actually quite you know progressive people we're just realists I live with a woman so do you so do I um, I feel like what we should do there should be trials I feel right. like because you know there was a whole debacle about the US women's football team saying we don't get paid enough. Yeah. But really, it's actually just it's just awful business like 
management. They haven't got a concept of like how the financial structure works of the ladies football tournament and how much revenue and stuff goes into it. It's all that boring shit which we won't talk about. But basically, they're in the wrong. Um, right. They get paid a pretty decent amount. I think if they want to make a solid argument for that, we stick them in League Two men's over here in the UK. Yeah. So, which most you know countries don't have fucking four tiers of football, but we do because we just love the game. Yeah, you stick the American, you know, US fucking gold medalist team in League Two for a season. Yeah. And if they don't get relegated, fine. Let them get paid the same amount, and we'll just force a way to do it. Make the the governments all like band together and pay them the same amount, and then. I'm that confident they'd get relegated. I don't even think they'd finish the season. They'd be that, like, just strapped for manpower or woman power, the injuries and stuff, because League Two's fucking rough. Yeah, that's the problem as well. It's like, the lower down you get, the more just fucking clattered they're going to get. Well, it's that beautiful thing about football, Terry, is that if you're, however bad you are at football, you make up for it in violence and just yep. like, sheer aggression. And that's how English football is. That's why, like, Stoke did so well, because they actually just were just hard-nosed cunts, but could actually pass a ball a bit. So, yeah, I feel like you you put ladies, yeah, the US team up against Luton Town. I know they're a championship club, so that's not fair, but, like, I don't know. I was in late, like, Cheltenham Town. I feel like they lose every week. I just feel like they do. Well, you know, maybe one day they'll... Uh, maybe maybe, day. maybe it'll get so progressive that all the leagues will just become one. I think you'd start seeing professional deaths in football. Right. I was watching an episode of Black Mirror last night and I couldn't help but think about um, if, well, the exact same scenario that was happening in the episode. Now, I'll get on to, but like, what if you were the main character? And, you, and you, right, so I've only seen one episode of Black Mirror. Right, okay. Two, error, two, two, three. Three episodes right, so of Black Mirror. I know, I, I, do, you I know. Do, you what, do you want me to say what they are? So I, if you want to run this narrative, I'm fresh. I know what you're going to say, and no, I'm not picturing you as the Prime Minister having to fuck a pig. It wouldn't have been a question. Queen and country, mate. Get in there. Well, there you go. Uh, go on. What ones have you seen them? Seen that one. I've yep. seen the one where he go. He makes his own Star Trek thing. Uh, okay. I've not seen that one. I know what you mean, though. I've not seen it. Don't worry about it, then. Uh, I don't know if you'd like it. It's quite sci-fi heavy. Um, and I've seen the one where, like... They're killing like zombies, but actually it's people. It's just like oh, indoctrination. That's not Black Mirror. That's every single war ever. We okay, just cool. make the enemy out to be like rats. We kill them easily. So you've not seen the one I'm talking about. So I'm gonna no, no, no. spoilers to anyone that's not seen this episode of Black Mirror from about 2018, um, or spoilers if anyone's actually fucking listening. Um, James, I hope close your ears if you want to watch. If you want to watch this episode, basically the concept of the episode is yeah. I'll read through it really briefly. So this guy, this, this weird little kid, he's a bit of an outcast. He works like McDonald's, essentially cleaning oh, pots. Oh no, I've seen that one. Oh, I've seen four. Is it the one where he's got to like kill someone at the end of it? Just yeah, right. So basically, oh, sorry, I've seen that one. Sorry, yeah. yeah. So blackmailed, didn't he? He gets filmed through his laptop having a wank, and they're blackmailing him to basically do a bunch of different tasks. And he meets up with this other older guy who's also being blackmailed um, to do a bunch of different tasks. They have to like. They're delivering a cake, but throughout and in the so they're delivering a cake. They pull outside a bank. They go in the dig into the cake, and it's got a gun in there. Then have to rob a bank, um, take the money onto this hill. The older guy has to go and take the car and destroy the car. And the main character, this little weird little kid who's been caught wanking on his laptop, has to he takes the money up into like this forest. There's another dude, um, and they have to fight to the death whilst his drone films them. Films them, mm -hmm. um, and it turns out the kid 
um, was wanking to child porn. My, and I couldn't help, right, but watch this whole episode and think, well, what would Ben do in this exact scenario? Ben's been caught uh, by this weird, like, anonymous-style group wanking to underage porn. This is, you know, hypothetical, obviously. Um, you've been caught wanking over child porn again. And... <laughs> and Stop saying been... that, Harry. <laughs> this feel, I feel like I'm in court and this is evidence. I don't know. I like, no, like it. You're the prosecution. You're being blackmailed. What would you do? So basically, the other thing is like he's being blackmailed and the threat is if they don't do what he says, they'll leak it. But if he does what they say, they won't leak it. In the end, they leak it anyway. They, they troll him, which is a term from the past. Um, but mm. he thinks that if he does it, then they won't leak it. But they do leak it in the end. But imagine you don't know that. What would you do? Would you would you play along? Or would you just go, oh, I don't care, fuck it? I think I do something that have really become uh, different. I think, it, yeah, I think I'd never play along. I think I take the stance that the US government, we don't negotiate with terrorists. Yeah. Um, second, yeah, I just, yeah, so just come clean and go, I mum, you're going to be disappointed for like a year. <laughs> no, I mean, just, we've all done weird shady shit. Um, whatever. I didn't know. I can just claim ignorance. Like, fuck me. The amount of people, famous people that just claim ignorance. And I just double down like a politician. Go, oh, I do a Donald Trump. That's not me. You can't prove that. That's not me. <laughs> or like Putin. You killed those people. Prove it. Uh, we don't want to because you'll have us killed. Exactly. Shut the fuck up. Anyway, anyway. So here's what I would do. I'd go turbo the other way. I would, I would text them saying like, I'm going to destroy my phone after this message. I'm coming for you. I'd just start <laughs> fear tactics. I'd start setting fire to houses. I I just go full off the grid. I fully expect to be gunned down in the streets by like SWAT, and that's okay because that like, my wiki entry is way more interesting than yep. some fucking geezer uh, done for wanking over kiddies. It's See, actually vigilante goes around murdering and just causing riots. I think that'd so be way more fun. I knew you'd meet it with like the same level of like aggression and like we said in the last podcast, your approach is just if someone fucks with you, you fuck them ten times harder. Hundred percent. I genuinely thought when I was watching it, if this was Ben, what I would do. So in the episode, like he's got his laptop open, he's just on the wank and then he instantly gets the text or like an email going, we saw what you did. And then they send him like the recording of himself. I generally thought I could picture you getting that message and that video of yourself wanking going, huh, putting the phone down, standing up and just kind of like having another wank and just jizzing on the camera and being like, <laughs> how was, how was that one? <laughs> said it i actually thought i'd record myself wanking over the video of me wanking <laughs> and send it to them or put it in like the family whatsapp like can't touch me motherfucker i'm crazy like, like we've always said like if a bully and this is for any children listening to this if anyone's bullying you be scary because bullies don't like scary people oh, not even me. if you can't back it up just bark the loudest and that will that'll be enough for them so yeah, if anyone sends me a video of me wanking, I'll just wank to it and send it back for them. <laughs> just be like, "Eh, too brutal, you motherfucker." Oh, well, that's 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 exactly what I thought you'd do as I was watching 100%, it. Hundred percent, you really do know me. I just I think about it for a split second and then meet it with aggression. In this case, it'd be violent wanking. <laughs> I'd probably be doing noise effects and stuff like oinking like a pig or something. Oh, I don't know. I try this again. I just try to make them feel really uncomfortable. I think you'd achieve it quite well, especially if you're bolded. Exactly. I, I think most things could outbeat me in a fight. I think few things could outscare me. 
I think if you get out Middleton in the room, Bagger and me, I call him a cunt. Rah, oh, that's quite intimidating. And he beats me in a fight. But I feel like most humans on this planet that haven't had like special forces training, I could probably out scare. I think it's mad that Ant Middleton's managed to get his name mentioned in both episodes so far. I'd hit you go when those dream guests. Uh, if we ever got big, I'd love someone like that on this and just like ask them about just mental shit they've seen. Oh, I told you, didn't I? Um, my, my dream podcast guest is to have Ant Middleton on, you know, ex SAS, who's obviously seen SPS. a lot of sh- shit, up, seen a lot of shit, done a lot of shit, right? And I love the idea of who's me, not done a lot of shit, nothing dangerous really ever. Um, to get him on the podcast to sit opposite him and he tells me about all this stuff and everything he says <laughs> I just nod and say I know what you mean <laughs> <laughs> really fucking anger him and the podcast ends because he's flipped the table and he's throttling you I'm there like trying to hold him back the best I can well see you next week folks <laughs> like <Broke laughs> <and> bunny <laughs> he's banging on about how his mates died in his arms I'm like yeah yeah we've all been there mate anyway <laughs> Or should you do that clip you sent me? Boring! Oh, <laughs> uh, fucking boring, mate. It was like well, shooting a fucking <laughs> for the first time, eh? <laughs> I don't know if you're allowed to say that on a podcast. I might believe that. Um, All right. But well, there's there's like a there's a category of, of people on this boring. planet. That, brilliant. Um, there's a category of people on this planet that could um, kill you, like people that could kill you with their cock, and I think Alan Middleton probably fits into that. So. And he is, and he is. I fully accept that and respect that. If we met in prison, he wouldn't even need to say nothing. My pants are down, take it, go on, just do what you need to do. Yeah. I feel like you need to assess the room, especially as a man, I feel like you need to assess the room. And like I said to you before, I think I think that's a good way, rule of thumb, is if you go into a room, assess not who's the biggest artist cunt, but who's the cunt you think could actually physically rape you and you couldn't stop it. Now, that's yeah. the man you need to be scared of. If someone could rape you, you need to fucking make sure you're in line with them. Ant Middleton could rape the shit out of both of us at the same time. <coughs> I had two hypotheticals I wanted to bring. One was going to be a long-standing thing I wanted to bring up each week and we discuss it. One was a bit more of a, I thought of it and I thought it'd be funny. And it's weird that we sort of semi-mentioned it already this episode. So the short-term one was... Um, <laughs> What what key things do you think would be different if the Nazis won in the Second World War? What key things? Yeah, what would be a few noticeable differences where it's like, oh shit, that would be different? I reckon I'd have a six-pack by now. Well, that's the thing I thought. With our, genuinely, with our Italian heritage, we'd, we'd be fully, still fully Italian. We'd no way would have been allowed to breed with anyone but Italians because he thought we were second-class citizens. So me and you would basically like have to be in like the Italian military right. to have like breeding rights. Okay. Do you think it's worth it? To fuck? Got on, like, to, to, no, to have kids. You can fuck, that's fine. You'd have to use contraception and shit. Um, do we, sorry, what was the question? The question is, do you think it's worth doing military service to be able to re, like, reproduce? And you've never seen Starship Troopers, but it's like the same sort of idea. You have to then do military service <laughs> if you want kids. That sentence you just said applies to literally fucking everyone. Motherfucker, Starship Troopers is a quality film. Right, anyone listening, I want you to put your hand up if you've seen that film. Oh, wait, literally no one's put their hand up. My hand's up. My hand's up. Put your hand down. It's down. Good. Um, Yeah, in a world where if that's how you have to have sex, sex is important. Sex is in the meaning of life in many ways. Um, You know. Is that in the Bible? Sex is the meaning of life? Yeah. It's in my Bible, mate, the Kama Sutra. 
I thought you were going to say the Quran then. I thought that's all heavily edited. You can't say shit about that. Don't do it. Next week, we're drawing Muhammad. No, we're not. That's a joke. That's a fucking joke. Please don't blow me up. Well, you can't say that. You can't say that. <laughs> Why not? Sorry, sorry. Do I, right, do I want to be in the Italian military because the Nazis won the war and that way I can have sex? Reproduce. That's the key bit. You can still fuck for fuck's sake. It's just you can't have children unless the Nazi says, okay? You have to prove that you are like a fascismo and you're like, you're part of the cause and you believe. And that's the only way you could have it to be in the the military, basically. No, I wouldn't do that. Why would I do that? What were you going to do? Harry, and this is sort of what I want to span onto a different part of this. I, I think we've talked about this. If we were born, you know, back in the day, say if we weren't Italians, yeah, I feel like you're okay with you know joining the German army and just cracking on, aren't you? Like, you know, if you're born in that sort of time period. Um, right. If I, I was born in, well, I don't know. If, say if I was like 18 during you know the the rise of Adolf Hitler and his um. Uh, Nazi party. Was yeah, I, I just couldn't think of the word party for some reason. Um, we didn't get invited to many nerd. I'd fit in better looks wise, I reckon. Looks wise, but I don't. Again, I feel like where you fit in physically, I make up for it in sheer just tenacity and just violence, ruthlessness. Yeah, basically, like physically, I look more like a Nazi, but mentally, you are one. I'd say. <laughs> I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Closet Nazi, Harry. Come on. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, there's a time and a place. I, mean? I feel like again. I feel like everyone's so like wishy washy and liberal, but like anyone that says um. Do you remember that one picture that's always circulating every now and then of like, remember there's always a choice and there's like, uh, it's a Nuremberg rally and um, everyone's popping the old, you know, Nazi salute for the boys and there's that one guy not doing it. And what uh, they yeah, obviously yeah, don't, yeah. Yeah, what they don't show is that he either like, just didn't realise it was going on and was a bit late to the party, did it, or was then violently beaten by, you know, the Gestapo <laughs> straight afterwards. <laughs> it's always that glimpse of, like, what a brave man. Very fucking dead man, I imagine, not long after that picture was taken. I never get people's just lack of fucking understanding. It's either, like, willful ignorance of, like... Again, like I said to you, I don't, I don't think it was last week, but, like, if you were... I always grew up thinking, like, you know, the Nazis had a choice. Again, it's RE, fucking RE. So many times I think about this. was that, oh, you've got, always got a choice think about the guards you know Auschwitz they had a choice they didn't have to do this to the prisoners yes they fucking did if they wanted to see like their families again if they didn't want to be brutally murdered themselves they had to do those things I just think if I was there in that situation yeah I'm doing it don't give a fuck sorry let's do a job aren't you really in that sense you are there to do a job it's like me when I was when I was at the door at, um, at Morrison's and you know People would come in without a mask on during COVID, and I had to do the job. I had to say no, no, sorry. They'd come in, and you remember when you could go, couldn't go into supermarkets and more than uh, two people? Yeah. Swastika on an arm, equivalent Morrison's badge on. Sorry, yeah. mate. I'm going to have to ask one of you to stay in the car. All right. Yeah, but it's different, Harry. You're saying and you're wanting people, to stay in the car. People will be it... talking about me in a hundred years saying, I didn't have to do that. He didn't have... I, I did. It was my job, right? And I had to I do it. I love how you're, you're comparing separating loved ones to go you know, from like the fucking cheese aisle to separating loved ones to the gas chambers. Or I that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I mean, other dictators are available.
sorry, I didn't recognize that last item. Please try to rescan it. I'm on... I'm on Ask Reddit. Yeah. And I just hate how just fucking boring everyone is. It's either, like, 40k, like, army list, or it's just, you know, anal. I feel like there's no in-between with the internet. Well, it's either me... hardcore Warhammer, or it's just anal. And it's like, I'm smashing my stepdaughter's tight little asshole for the first time. Don't tell mum. And you're like, what? Brilliant. I'm going to I'm gonna read these questions, and I want, like, yeah. I'm going to want a response. Just the first thing that comes into your head for each one, okay. we're going to rock it through. I'm ready for this right. What is the easiest way to make a million dollars? Printer. <sighs> right, I need to stop already. What do you mean? So, like, you know how after the First World War, the Germans were just printing money? There you go, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they just all burn it to keep warm. Yeah, worthless. Yep. So, okay, right. You've gone a roundabout way. I thought you were going to say OnlyFans. Oh, I'm not that good looking. Okay, all right, okay. Right, back into jet set speed mode. Go, go, go. If you'd given a chance to rename the moon, what would you name it? Rock. <laughs> because no one would be allowed to say it, and it would just be called Rock. What is something you should not be afraid of? Fear. You have an infinite supply of potatoes. What do you do? Laugh at the Irish. What's an, act- <laughs> what's an activity that keeps you away from your phone for hours? Beating up a girlfriend. What is something an adult told you as a kid you'll understand when you're older that you now understand because you're older? Uh, rape. That was the UEV. You fucking complained only to whack rape. Fuck you. What TV show slash series have uh, you been most deeply attached to? Just one. Uh, Band Brothers. That's a serious answer. What makes you happy? Ooh, fuck me. Um, Warhammer. Fuck you. I don't care. What is a song you instantly fell in love with? Die, motherfucker, die. What's the best? What's the best answer to "You're too young to be depressed"? <laughs> okay, I'll just kill myself so it stops. What game do you love but never completed? FIFA. What game? No, sorry. What does make any sense? Um, life. What's the most annoying slam t- slang term from your generation? Um, well, there's the obvious one, but I don't want to say that because you have to bleep it so much. I'd say Cracker because I don't know why. What movie title can you change just one letter to make it a very different movie? Change just one letter? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I'm not creative enough for that one. What smells good but tastes bad? Your mum's asshole. Right, we'll leave it there then. Right, can I give you my long-standing hypothetical I want to bring up weekly? If, yeah, go for it, mate. Right, so, also, side note, oh, this is turning into different, two different things. We'll, we'll start with the first one. Sorry, can I also point out that underneath this fucking blanket, I'm boiling alive. It's like I'm in the <laughs> oven. <laughs> You'll be all right, mate. So, do it for the greater good. Um, I watched that the other no, night. Quality film. Such a fucking good film. Um, so... I think I want to start this the one eighth Italian animal hypothetical animal fighting league. So, right, yeah, I've known this has been coming since the second we said we were going to make a podcast. Right, I in a different world, if it was acceptable, would want to run 
a gladiatorial combatment style arena yeah for not illegal fighting animals it would be consensual like these animals know that if they get to if they win their rounds they get like top breeding rights amongst their species how would they know that how, how know, harry I'm, I'm really bending rules sorry is this crazy is this, person is this planet earth or what mate are we on mars maybe we could go to rock and figure it out oh, um, sake. That's, what, that's what you get more editing <laughs> fuck you um fucking question me i'll make you edit um <laughs> right so say we go to like we go to rome yeah um yep. uh we've for some reason it our sort of violent tendencies has come back and we really need to see blood sport but we've accepted killing each other's like awful so we think animals are fair game i don't know why this would happen but it's just right happening. yeah We've decided that we've killed all the vegans. What's next? The things they love. Um, <laughs> yeah, they weren't good sport. So they're in the Coliseum, yeah, but we're a bit more like, right, we'll try and have ranked matches so it's like all fights are fair. No more lions fighting Jews because that's not fair. So yeah. lions, Jews? Was it Christians? Um, Christians, wasn't it? It was Christians, yeah. The Romans didn't like them. Um, but did they, they wouldn't have liked Jews, would they? I mean, the, not really, no. You probably What weren't. were Christians? Um, Sorry, no, what were Romans? What, what, were they... Religion? Well, they believe in the Roman gods, so I, I get to a Christianized, they'd be pagans, right? Okay, well, all right, well, that's a different topic completely. Yeah, we'll get into you could, you could actually do a degree into that, so um, pretty, yeah, I'd argue people do. Um, so I want to do like because obviously we can't talk about the Euros again because that's football, no, but I do want some that. sort of tournament structure, so we're gonna have Animal Fighting League, okay? So, what I thought we could do, and it's we don't have started this week, but I feel like we could set up based on the euros i feel like we should do the animal version so like what's the most prominent animal like apex predator in each country from the euros and okay. we'll do the group stages we'll do it and we'll see in what's the one eighth italian animal fighting euro winner and okay. i think that would be interesting oh that's a good idea thought, are we... like, yeah we'd, we'd suck dick we'd be just as good as the actual football team i reckon for animals. are we are we gonna do the do you want to do the, the group stage or go straight into knockouts um, I think it'd be f- we've got enough episodes in us to do the group stages. True, but I don't know how the group stage would work with animals because each each animal's got to fight each other, and then there's points. But if it's to the death, then I don't have the oh, points. Yeah. To go All right, fine. Sorry, we're going to say you're right. Let's cut the group stages out. Go straight to the knockout. Okay, we'll do we'll do one we'll do one knockout match an episode. Per episode. So should we do the first one now? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I'm just trying to get up the 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 the, the knockout stage. Um, and then what I thought we could do is just I was thinking about the, on the walk I thought was if we Google like you know um, population of animal in like Italy for example and we'll just pick what we think is the apex predator like what's the meanest thing you could come across in the Italian countryside yeah. or whatever well I've got it or up they have, here like, a national animal or whatever whatever best re- represents that country we're going to start with surprisingly we're going to start with Italy versus Austria so the Austrians have like mountains and shit, don't they? Yes, they do. Yeah. So well, to be fair, so this is Italy. So I feel some some sort of mountain cat might be what we're up against here. Okay, I'm gonna Google Austrian animals. Animals. And no, Arnold Schwarzenegger does not count as an Austrian animal for anyone else. Is he? He's Austrian, yeah. Yes, he is. They have the um, Eurasian lynx. Okay, big cat. Yeah, I've seen. Um, the, cor- the common European viper. Ooh, okay. Um, some shit little rat thing. Um, 
I didn't look like a lot after that, really. I assume so... we can cut a lot of this out and go cut straight to the animals, can't we? Yeah, yeah, like, I can cut all the, the dead air out. I did loads of that in the first episode. You wouldn't know, but I cut loads of dead air out. Dead no, air that sounded really professional. It was really good. Um, yeah, I'd probably have to go with this Eurasian lynx. Um, okay, we've got the Eurasian lynx. Is that in, is that in Austria's corner? I'm going to... Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, Eastern Europe, Central Asia, and Siberia. I'm just going to quickly Google it and just sort of see if we can get some, like... A tale of the tape sort of going on yeah it's a, a medium-sized wild cat mm-hmm. um there's all its fucking stupid latin names i want like deaths that's essentially i wanted to know if it's killed a person before um, <coughs> pardon me everyone <laughs> related Just some iron brew other drinks are available do you drink iron brew i like iron brew again i want to become more northern for when the war happens so i've got some you know heritage um all lynx fiercely defend themselves when cornered, although they typically avoid people. They may attack a human if threatened. Um, with its padded, furry claws, the lynx can quietly sneak up on its prey. So I feel um, like in the, in the wild, that's awesome. For this sort of one-on-one sort of, you know, UFC cage setting, I feel like that's not going to really help it. The, you know, the other animal sees it's coming. I think we're seeing that as a just a normal sort of big cat. It's probably got sharp claws and sharp teeth. Um I think it's fucked because I've just Googled Italian animals and a type of brown bear has just come up. The Marzacan brown bear. Yeah, I've just Googled it too. Yeah. Yeah, so whatever we pick, unless the viper can bite it and inject some horrendous venom and survive long enough, I feel like it's fucked as well. So we're saying saying the lynx takes on a bear and just gets fucking pumped, do we? Well, what else have Italy got first? Um, There's there's an Italian wolf. That might be a fair fight. I'm seeing that as well, yeah. Um, do we have to go fair or do we just go apex versus apex apex what is the best animal in that country like what's Sorry. the best Italy's got to offer just to completely just go away from apex if you, are you look look at the Sardinian long-eared bat oh uh, what the fuck is that? <laughs> that's the weirdest thing ever. that is a fish with ears what the fuck <laughs> Well, that's going on the Instagram. I want the, you know, the tail of the tape style picture and then I want this little ref. And for every that? fight now, for every fight now, I want you to draw in a little ref hat, a little ref whistle, a little ref top when he refs every fight. I'm not doing that unless you're going to pay me a lot of money to spend my time in the evenings doing that. Well, clip art, mate. As we discussed last week, you know, it's fine. <laughs> clip art, mate. So we've got the whatever links versus the big brown pair. Um, I, I, I don't even need to see the stats. I know a brown bear fucks most things up in the animal kingdom. Well, there you go. There's round one done. So, Mars um, brown bear winner. Okay, so... Viva la Italy. Um, I need to get oh, up the fucking... Forza. I need to get up the Euros. <laughs> round 16, I got rid of it again. Hold on. So, the brown bears won that one. Austria yeah. are out. They're dead. They're dead. Next will be Belgium versus Portugal. I feel like we could do a lot of leagues and in the future if people want to get involved in that we could do like we could have voting with the listeners that'd be good I'd enjoy that I'd love that I'd love to know people's opinions on animal fighting because I feel well, like it's, no, it's, it's an atrocious, atrocious subject but it's funny isn't it? it's good I didn't mean I didn't mean let's do animal fighting over and over and over again <laughs> <laughs> alright you want other forms of fighting yeah I mean, we can do loads of tournament structures that could maybe be our thing we always have a tournament <laughs> going maybe we could go to war-torn countries refugee versus Refugee. For fuck's sake. In a final, we've got Yemen versus Somalia. <laughs> Somalia's going to edge it. They've got pirates. Oh, God, Yemen's just it? got famine. I don't think the pirates are refugees, are they? No, I don't know. They do what they fucking want. 
They literally, no, I'm the captain. No, mate, you're the deadliest warrior. Oh, what a show. Oh, fucking, you've just got me thinking about that. Like some Marlin pirate versus some Yemenese little girl. <laughs> I don't, don't think that's a matchup. <laughs> the Somalian pirate's got an AK-47. The Yemenese girl's just got hope. <laughs> <laughs> that isn't Kevlar, she dies. Deadly 60. Oh, that's a different show. But, you know, Deadly Warrior. It's like, we've, you know, in Deadly Warrior, it's like we've ran the simulation 400,000 <laughs> times. She loses she her head every single fucking time. <laughs> The only time she doesn't die is because she becomes a sex slave to the Somali pirates. <laughs> I was going to say, half the time she gets her head blown off with an AK-47, the other time she gets saved and sold into a sex ring. <laughs> Who do you think... What's Alright, here's a question I have for you. I have a vertical. What do you think the scariest situation to be in is in human history? Like, what's the one scenario you think, fuck me, I'm, I'm, I'm shitting it? Who do you think in, in human history has had that the, the most? Like, one scenario where they're, they're the most scared human that a human's ever been? Because I had a thought. Do you want me to give you my entry? Yeah, and I'll have a little tinker what you think. Um, so, do you ever, I ever tell you about the story about White Death? The Sniper? Yeah, Simo Hire. At what point during the the Winter War he was killing up to five men a day? Yeah, and uh, Russian soldiers basically just couldn't see him because he was so acclimatized with that hunting in Finland. I feel like knowing he's out there somewhere, and you're not dressed in white, and it's snowing, and you can't see him. You just the last thing you'd know is a flash of like a, mu- a muzzle flash or the crack of a, a round, and that's you just gone. I feel like that would be just unworldly scary. I don't know. I feel like being on the boats heading towards uh, Normandy would probably be slightly more scary. Right. Yeah, but they didn't... Poor bastards didn't know what they were going into. Whereas you know White Death's out there somewhere. Could be any... In Finland's not a big place. It's probably one of those countries where, you know, we could walk it. Probably be a long old walk, but we could do it. And everyone knew about him. They just knew somewhere in the snow was death waiting for you. Don't think that's quite fucking scary. What about Michael Jackson's doctor when he accidentally killed him? Do you reckon he was like, oh, fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that was an accident, motherfucker. <laughs> These people that are so rich pay to have the best doctors. How do you make that kind of mistake? Do you think Michael wanted to die? Do you reckon he just... He looked I at the man in the mirror that's strong. He thought, no, it's time to, get, it's time to go. Yeah. It's time to go. It's time to go. He's dead. <laughs> he is dead. Claude. Uh, rest in peace, Claude. Yeah. Um, you took that seriously, didn't you? It's time to go. He took his own words and he saw it as um, Bible. Well, it's that like thing. He's like practices what you preach, isn't it? Preach, good. Oh, I don't do words. You don't that's do words. That's fine. Good for a podcast. <laughs> um, Hi, welcome to the me. podcast. I don't do words. <laughs> I can't read and I can't write. Hello. I want one last, more hypothetical. If you, if you, you riddle me this because we talked about it not that long ago off, off air, which used to be life for us, but now it's different. Um, how and again if we had listeners I'd love them to write in and tell us what they thought what would you do if you saw some say it's night time Harry again close your eyes come with me on this journey you're in your living room my eyes are closed yep I'm in my living room and I'm not in my little spare room with a blanket over my head yeah yeah. it's night time Evie's in bed upstairs you're playing Xbox with me downstairs yeah yeah, you've, you've said goodnight. Oh, it's a bit late, it's a bit late, it's midnight. So you turn off the Xbox, you said bye to me. You go to close the curtains, but now the lights are all off. You see there's someone stood outside the house looking into your house. 
you know, that's quite a menacing thought. He's got a knife and he's got on, you like Halloween, so like he's got the Halloween mask on and he's just staring at you. Tell me what you do in that scenario. Um, I I just do, I think I do the thing that 99% of people would do. I think I'd go upstairs and ring the police. Right. Do you now want me to ask you what you do in that scenario? I want you to now tell, ask me what, because I, I, I know you know the answer, but I really want everyone to hear my opinion, because I feel like this is a good, like, you know, the Yanks do, like, PSAs, the more you know. I feel like I yeah. want to impart some wisdom on the listeners. James, yeah. this is for you out in the Falklands, lad. Other countries are available. <laughs> so, yeah, that scenario for me, and again, it harks back to the last episode where I, I sort of said, in a scenario where there is sort of violence or anything you should meet it with just so much more violence just so yeah. quickly like just pure escalation to the point where you you lose control really so if i had a scenario where someone's looking in my window with a knife looking quite menacing you know like in scream sort of playing with the knife it looks quite like yeah he's looking yeah. nasty so what i've always thought is do is you just you meet that head on like a fucking pissed off bull so what i said to my brother was right this is what you do to get out of that scenario Almost like, you know, I'm sure they teach this to the SF, obviously. I'll just get bollock naked. Special force. No hesitation in this. There's no fear. There's no thing. The second you clock them, your shirt's coming off. Everything's yep. getting out. Your, your kids are <laughs> off. You are bollock naked. Then you Within go to the kitchen. Within about 0.37 seconds. Yeah. You're bollock naked. That way he doesn't think you're scared of him when you leave the room. It's because you've gone to get the biggest fucking kitchen knife you can now find. And you just charge at him, screaming bloody murder. If you can piss and shit, go for it. Just try and excrement <laughs> on your way out. And just scream. Whatever like choice of words you want. Mine's always for Gondor. I feel like that always really just rings true with me. And just scream at him. Top of your lungs. I want you to burst your fucking voice box. Like, your your lungs. I want him to be, like, caving in. You're screaming it that loud. And I don't I... care if he's the biggest, hardest cunt alive. He's scared of you and runs away. It all depends on... It all depends on your aesthetic because you've got a full sleeve tattoo, a beard, and a bald head. So mm. I feel like if someone did creep into your garden with a knife and then that came charging at them, they would have a bit of fear in them. But if you're talking to like Darren, um, describe Darren to me. Go on, describe Darren to me. Darren's about five nine. Um, he's got one of those. He's got a haircut. You know, at school where there's like the weird kids that sort of didn't give a shit what their hair looked like. Mm. Um, and it was just sort of a bit bowly, a bit fringy, a bit dishevelled. He's got that sort of hair. He's got glasses. Um, he's he's not fat, but he's slightly on the rotund side. He likes gaming, um, and he has dominoes probably a bit more too often than he should. If there's someone in his garden, someone in Darren's garden, okay. with a knife and the Michael Myers mask on for some reason, my initial thought when you said that was if they had a Michael Myers mask on, I would I would laugh slightly because that's a bit. <laughs> it's a bit, bit cliche. It's a bit cliche. Mm. Um, I'd say a big fan of your work, Michael. Um, if Darren whips his, like, you know, League of Legends top off and his fucking night joggers <laughs> that have got, like... You're alienating a lot of people. Like my uh, Yorkshire comments last episode, you're not doing to a lot more people. He whips off his League of Legends t-shirt and he's got his grey night joggers on that he's got, like, garlic dip down from his dominoes. He whips mm. them off and he's charging it with you, like... He's not got a very big knife because he, he mm. didn't know where the knives are. He didn't do the cooking. Um... I just feel like he'd just get got. Right, okay, Darren, if you're listening, this is for you. You've got two choices in this scenario. You can be timid or really go for it and become a fucking lad. So, 
you're right. You haven't got the you haven't got the facilities to look that scary. That's fine. Maybe you haven't got the voice for it either. Just scream. Um, so what you do is you take the knife, you stand by the the door. So it's, it's like a patio door, or whatever, of your mum's basement. You fucking geek. Um, <laughs> Fuck you, you Darren. Stand there, and what you do is you put the blade to your chest and you cut yourself like sort right, of, you okay. know, tribal fashion. Lick the knife, then charge him. I feel like now he thinks, oh, maybe he's got like you know hepatitis or AIDS. So or something you're like saying that. like if you you haven't got the uh, like upfront you know appearance to to scare someone else you've got to think outside the box like maybe sort psychological of, warfare maybe it acts as you maybe sort of act as if you're putting the knife slightly up your arsehole and like you're now getting mm. sort of like uh vis-a-vis chemical warfare style where like i'm gonna stab you and also infect you yeah my next thing was going to be if that didn't scare him i was going to say just chop your dick off again <laughs> and then <laughs> and then as you charge at him Right, fuck yeah. your fucking was... chop dick off at him because at that point he does not know what to do anymore because he's now got to like w- avoid a penis being thrown at him and also now deal with you like you're just fucking adrenaline through the roof just pissing blood everywhere I feel like he ain't gonna fight you mate Darren that's what you do you lose a dick but you gain my respect <laughs> you 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 weigh that one up what's more important to you your dick or my, my, my respect <laughs> Uh, I love how you started that sentence with, that was going to be my next point. <laughs> it really was, that's what I mean, you've got two options here. It was going to be, see if the nice because the chest thing, the chest thing works. If that don't work, you have to really go hard. What do you, what, sorry, in like an actual series, like, what do you do if someone tries to break into your house? I 100% do that, Harry. 100%. I just meet them with just sheer fear and like force. Is it like, Sophie, you call the police and then you whip everything off and sprint downstairs? Don't know, no, I'm... I don't want to get her involved. She'll get scared. You never surely like say you're lying in bed and it's like three in the morning. Someone's breaking it down. So surely you'd be like call the police and then go and meet the fire with fire. But what if I kill them? I don't want the police to know. And what are you going to do with the body? I don't know. No, let's talk this through now. Let's talk this through. So someone breaks so, in. You're in the living room. You've killed them. What are you going to do? It's three in the morning. You've got work in the morning. Oh, could it not be a Friday night? All right. Okay, it's Friday night. Thanks. I don't think to work the next day. I feel like. I'm <laughs> Um, so it's Friday night I've killed someone um, I assume I don't know the motives of why they've come in it was just at home invasion just, yeah random stuff. just random um, well I feel like if yeah I've overpowered them I've killed them um, if I guess if I've just got the house utensils I've probably got to try and chop up the body best I can and bury it the best I can in the short term because I think no one's going to be around that sort of, no one would see me digging or hearing me digging so I just create a shallow grave for now because there's no right. like we haven't got a dog or nothing so nothing would be sniffing around it you know what I mean I could get away with that for a couple of days and I'd slowly start yeah. buying like the equipment I'd need to you know like, melt it or you know, what I'd start doing is maybe this is bad maybe what I'd do throughout the week if it's like the bin day i take different parts of the body and put it in different people's bins around the local area <laughs> And they call me the bin, you know, the bin, bin, Ben the bin murderer or something. If they ever found me, Ben the binman, Ben the binman, that'd be a great name. You think I'm never? Obviously, I wouldn't put it in my bin, but maybe I'd go around to completely different counties, just dropping off random bits of bodies in different places. And how the fuck would it ever get back to me? Because it'd be so contaminated with other people's art, germs and shit. Yeah. Okay. So, well, I mean, I, that's what I, I do. I, 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 like I dispose of it slowly because I feel like I could get away with it. So you're you're okay. Yeah, you'd start. You become Ben the Binman, and you'd start. Ben the Binman killer. Showing out the different counties, putting legs and arms and that. And I basically bins. do what the Yorkshire Ripper did, but with bins. Fair enough. I mean, I think that's a good, good approach. What would you do, um, in Mario? 
I don't, I just kill myself with the guilt. That's why I do in that scenario. <laughs> but you've done nothing wrong. You've defended yourself. Uh, true. And yeah, I'm okay. I maybe wouldn't kill myself in that scenario. I thought many times what I'd do if I accidentally kill someone, I probably would just kill myself. Um, I don't know. I think you've got, you've got, you sort of semi hit the nail on the head there, I'd say. Um, it just, I would just be so scared about fingerprints. It's like, okay. I'll put gloves on, but then my gloves have got my fingerprints on. It's like, okay, I'll burn the gloves, but then the things I'm burning the gloves with have got my fingerprints on, and it's just a constant cycle of everything's got my fucking fingerprints on. Yeah, that is the old stinker, isn't it, mate? Yeah. That's why Jack the Ripper got away with it. You know, fucking hell, we didn't have any DNA technology. You could just strangle a bitch, and that'd be every Saturday night, probably be fine. Maybe the minute I've killed him, I go into the kitchen, and I cut my fingerprints off. Oh, that's hardcore. But I don't know if it would work, if I'm honest. Oh. It's a lot of pain. A lot of pain for that. To be fair, if I kill someone, cut my fingerprints off, did the whole disposal process, and then they found me and were like, we found your fingerprints, I'd be like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> and also, I never got that as a concept. It was like, you can't prove it, but like, why the fuck do you cut your finger, you know, fingerprints <laughs> off? I think it's pretty obvious why you do that, sunshine. Why is, by association. why is Harry always wearing gloves all the time now? Why is Ben going out every single night in a binman outfit? Why <laughs> you got a high vis on? That's like one of the main. I've got many. That's one of the main things you look for in like a murderer is like, have there been a sudden change in behaviour? I feel the fact that I'm like, you know, falling asleep at work and I stink of fucking like, you know, shit from the skip yeah when I've been going to every tip in the local fucking county dropping your off boot, your boots just laced with like tarpaulin mm. <laughs> this is just this constant smell yeah. but you know here's another one as well that you brought up to me was like if if you had your child in its crib and someone was coming into your room and you had to stop them do you think yeah. you had to stop like moid like moid flay weather awful English what I was about to say <laughs> <laughs> Floyd Flayweather, <laughs> Floyd Mayweather. Do you think we could stop him? I was like, if it ain't boxing, yeah. Because like I said to you, I feel like in that scenario, and again, a home invasion scenario, and this goes out to you, Darren, don't try and like fist fight him. And if you get close enough and they're still there, don't try and like fuck him up with a knife or whatever. I want you to just tear your big fucking gob, wrap it around the nearest bit of flesh, and I want you to just bite it off, whatever it is. Get your chompers around his cheek, rip it off, ears, rip it off, gouge, just do nasty fucking things. They don't want to fight you no more. You've got to go back to that point. So, yeah, I think I could stop Floyd Men in that scenario. If my son's in the crib and it's me or Floyd leave that room alive, oh, I'll kill him every time. He just he just hasn't got it in him. That was, I'm crazy. Well, look, if Floyd Mayweather's listening, which I know, 50 50, and he's, yeah. think, he's hearing that and he thinks, motherfucker, um, what are you talking about, boy? Mate, I really thought you were going to do an accent, and I was like, that's no, ropey. No, no. That's really um, ropey. Go for it, though. You know, I'm all about it. No, I'm not, I was going to do it. I'm not going to do it for you. But he's like, you know what? Hey, mate. Can... There you go. Oh, I did it for good, you. yeah. <laughs> Thanks. You really took the fall on that one. Um, yeah. I can't read, but I can fight, man. There you go. I've done it even more. I've made it personalised. Can you not read? Oh, I think it was always that joke, was it, that you said you're too stupid to read. He's like, I still got the money. Or something like that. I don't know, you know. But here's, here's the real, here's what I thought about it, Harry. I thought this the proper pinnacle of that argument of like, how could you stop someone? So like the big show came into my room with my baby. What and it was just who was the room. I know. Um, I thought, do you know what the scariest thing is, Harry? No matter what person comes into the room. So if I've got a knife, imagine if I slit the baby's throat and then turn to fight them. Imagine... <laughs> At that point, that person, I don't care if Sauron himself comes in, he walks out and goes, oh, fuck that, I'm not dealing with him. 
So oh. can you imagine that? I slit an innocent baby's throat and go, come on then, if I flick the blade as well. And he's like, no, I'm not fighting you. You, you slit the baby's throat above your head and let the blood pour down on you. <laughs> I think a gr- Kodiak grizzly bear leaves the room if they Stop see a shooting it. You open your mouth. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've got my fingers up its eyes viewing it as a puppet. <laughs> I think anything with a pulse on this planet that has eyes and a brain leaves the room. I'm not fucking with that. Oh, fuck's sake. Do you know what I mean? I haven't had to be violent towards them. It's just fear. Fear is so powerful. So yeah, anyone looks into your window at night, just fucking hit them with the old dead baby. Just slit a baby's throat. You got a, you got a dog? Slit their throat. You know what I mean? That's even worse for some people. They love no, it's, no one's around. Slit your throat. It'll scare them and it'll sort the problem out. Exactly. And on a more funny note, you know, with home invasions, here's a, here's a more funny one. Well, the lightest one is, um, so you know, when people, I don't know if this is anything but a UK thing because people are lazy bastards. When yeah. people walk past your house, if they look in and you're getting sick to death of it, do what I've started doing. Just wave at them as if you know them. Just wave at them. <laughs> the, mate, the confusion it causes people, even though they're the one in the wrong, they feel like you violated them. <laughs> I mean, to be I, fair, I've, I'm guilty of it probably that when I walk people, past people's houses, and like, you know, the pavement's quite close to their front window and you can tell someone's in there and you're like, don't look, don't look. But then you look. If someone just stared at me wide-eyed and just waved, I would be I would be confused and slightly scared. You'd be troubled, wouldn't you? And like I yeah. said to you, if it keeps going on, I'm going to escalate it and I'm going to wave at them. And if they, you know, they look hurry past and I'm feeling that, you know, boisterous, I'm going to go, I'm going to open the door and be like, you're right, mate? No, we clearly know each other. Right? What do you want? <laughs> did I lend you a DVD or something where is it and just just see how fast they scurry away because I'm not doing anything threatening I'm not doing a scary Mary and whipping my load out I'm just I'm just saying hello because it's clearly what they want they're giving me human contact you know interaction with the eyes so yeah it's you in your cargo trousers no t-shirt on high vis Ben Binman with a Stella in one hand and a dead baby holding by the ankle no it's alright come back the smell smells fine um, and then we, should we end it on this one light-hearted story that you'll like based on home invasions because that seems to be the theme of this this end of this podcast yeah is um, uh, the time me and you were playing FIFA on the phone and um, oh yeah <laughs> I, so I'm just sat there again really getting the zone this is good animation territory for future 1-8th Italian editor yeah who is 1-8th Italian obviously there will be a vigorous vetting process um, <laughs> and for all the fans as well, they all have to one eighth Italian. Have to all be like fully fledged um, eighth Italian. Um, which, unfortunately, if you go back to most people's history, you know it's not a hard claim. Probably very achievable, sadly. Uh, or you oh, have to get yeah. a swastika tattooed on your forehead. Either one. I would not promote that. It doesn't have to be head. Just somewhere though. No, it has to. Um, you have to have a swastika on your forehead if you listen to this podcast. Fact. I'd, I say I would have gone genuine thinking about this. I thought if you are a fan of this podcast, the way to try and find someone else is to try and um, just look at people in their houses and see if they wave back at you. And I think that's a strong... <laughs> if you want to ever... Find, we'll never put pictures about who we are. If you want to know if it's me, look at every house in the UK. And if, if someone waves back at you with a bald head and a beard and a sleeve, it's probably me. Right, and, this, um, is, this is the thing we're going to do. You that'll be fine. This is the thing we'll do, I like that. If you ever want to know if someone's a fan of this podcast, when you walk past someone's house, look at them. And if they wave back, then you can that's just... Code. That's, that's, that's code. That's one of Italian. That's one of Italian. Love that. And you have to have if that becomes if if in a weird scenario if someone ever says that happened to them ever, um, to double check that it's true. If you can go back to the same house, we'll come up with a code word. And uh, yeah, if they say it back to you, it's, it's me. If it's someone else and they're calling the police, uh, run because <laughs> you've got the wrong house, champ. Um, anyway, so me and my brother were playing that. We're playing FIFA. We're playing FIFA. Yeah, and I, I saw a child run up to my house, the front door. 
I thought it must be like the paper boy. So it's, it's the morning, Saturday. And then um, my door starts opening. Uh, and I thought, and this is happening very quickly, but in my brain, it slows right down. I think it's that whole like, fight or flight thing. I thought yeah. someone's entering my house, but I, thought, I know it's a child. So I assess it's not danger. So I thought maybe they need to get an adult because someone's hurt themselves outside with them in a plane or whatever. Maybe they're doing a Christian Erickson just fitting out. And um, <laughs> I hope that stays in because that's really relevant. And he's fine. So it's fine. Love you, he's Christian. Fine, we may have, we may have, Harry may, may not like you, but you know, you're all right as a person. I'm gonna I'm, I, I, I don't like that he left. I'm also glad he hasn't fucking died. So me when i sent you a text and I, I thought genuinely i've just watched a man die i thought he'd done a fabrice mwamba but hadn't quite got the minerals and um <laughs> do you know what i mean fabrice mwamba dies when he wants and i didn't think christian erickson had it in him but yeah he's joined the club big up carry on so yeah i see this i see the, the door handle go on my door and i thought yeah all right you must need an adult so i was getting my adult brain on i'd like right i'm gonna help this kid <laughs> what's your adult brain I don't fucking know. Um, I know first aid, but that's not going to help me with Christian Eriksen. I feel like a real actual paramedic's needed. No, that would have been it, quite useful. So this kid's opening your door, right? Right, this, like, this little ginger little fuck opens the door. <laughs> Unless he passes out on your front and your doorstep, I don't think your adult brain would be very helpful. Um, so this ginger kid must have been about like 13, 14. He, he takes a step in, you know, step into my house. Bear in mind, Sophie's upstairs. She's got headphones in. So I think a little part of this is like, like just a fucking man of the house thing or just something like fight kicked in not flight definitely not flight fight definitely kicked in yeah like, like, my adrenaline was up so i was like what the fuck am i gonna do someone's coming to my abode uninvited so this kid comes in he walks into my house looks at me in the living room while i'm in the living room just like playing xbox with my brother you know i've just been scratching my bollocks you know i'm, I'm vulnerable yeah. and he looks at me with like horror in his eyes and says wrong house at which point i think i know it's my house <laughs> i look back at him and say I know. Now piss off. He <laughs> promptly leaves and runs away. I thought, what a fucking bizarre scenario. My 26 years of being alive, that has never happened, ever. It will never happen again. To, to have someone come to your house and clarify with you that they are indeed in the wrong house has never happened. I just couldn't believe it. I was stunned. I was stunned I just, at how stupid this kid is. I, I love the British and you came straight out the English and you came straight out and it was just it wasn't fuck off or it wasn't just like anything like it was piss off I, I thought if it, like I said to you on the day because I love it happened on the phone so you got to hear the live reaction so you knew it wasn't bullshit was that if it had been a fully grown adult man it would have been me stood up saying fuck off and being really aggressive yep. if it had been anyone else it would have been way more aggressive but my little brain figured out it's just a child that's made a mistake so just be mildly aggressive but what even then, see what I mean? Someone came into my house, I still told him to piss off. You've got to escalate, mate. You've got to escalate. You're lucky he wasn't an adult. I'd thrown the fucking chair at you. But yeah. But like I said to you on the day, I got so out to the point, I thought next time that did happen, what I should have done, it was I said, no, I should have just said when he said wrong house, I'm like, no, mate, you sh- don't you live here? I'm at your cup Do you want to go fuck my <laughs> girlfriend while you're at it? Do you know what I mean? I should have just you been should've... really like passive aggressive, but in my own way of like inviting him in, being really nice, but saying it aggressively. You should have, you should have said, oh, no, oh, sorry, mate, I think I'm in the wrong house. You should have just left. <laughs> I, sh- I should have got wrong house. And I'm like, fuck, you're right. You live here. <laughs> I'm just, just killing with confusion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stop I should have just really stuff. gone for it. <laughs> get, get me per gowns. Just no, mate. You wait. You wait. You're. Right. I'm in the wrong ear. I'm in the wrong ear. I ring the police. I ring the police. Yeah, it turns out I'm in the wrong fucking house. This guy's just said that he he walked in and I've already broken in. I've been here for six months. I didn't realise. <laughs> I'm paying his bills. What am I doing? 
<laughs> Sorry, lad. I'll be off now then. I'll be off now. So, see, I go fuck the missus, you know, let her know what she's doing. I'm squatting. What am I doing? Squatter's right. Oh, brilliant. Well, there's enough. There, you know, what happens if you come into my house, sat down and gone, squatter's right? I'd have kicked that kid in the fucking head. <laughs> you know what I mean? Clean. I'd have just kicked him full on in the fucking face. Good. Well, no squatters allowed. <laughs>